Blog Talk Radio. Fired up to go see another state show, Cruiser Mail. Yeah? Sure does. Sure sounds good. Love it, love it. Welcome to another edition of RunGridRadio.com. We got some fun stuff tonight. Even if you weren't at the show in Chicago at Columbia College, we're going to talk about things that people who were there don't even know. We're hoping to with our guest tonight. We're going to call him Lou until we get his name right. We're going to let him tell us how to say it. And uh, he was a student and a keyboardist. Part of the performance, Todd Runger was artist in residence at Columbia College in Chicago. You might have remembered we did a show with the director of that program. Mm-hmm. Oh, remember? Yes. So we um, we got to dig deep tonight, kind of find out what it was like for him to be taught by Todd and the others, what they thought of the whole thing, all the inside scoop from the full week, not just the show. We right. Can talk- show all we want the people that went including myself it was really a great one uh we may have time to play you a little song from that and tell you more about it but that will be later on in about 15 minutes or so so let's get to announcements cruiser mail shall we we shall excellent so <laughs> you said you've got start. a bunch uh, from the todd store that they want to get out there for everyone to hear that is correct we have a couple things from the todd store first thing they want to know is that they will be on the scene at todd stock too Awesome. Good. Are they bringing some stuff? As a matter of fact, Cruiser Mel, they are bringing a, quote, couple of brand new things. Hmm. Ooh, sweet. They also want to let me know, because I've been putting it in our newsletter, our emails, updates, that uh, they do not have state tour stuff right now because the tour, you know, turned around so quick. Um, it's still out on the road, and they won't have that until after the next leg is over in July. But if anybody really wants a shirt and can't make it to a show, they can email ToddStore at Yahoo.com, and they'll still get a shirt at some point. So they will have shirts at the shows, just yes. not at Todd Store. Correct. Oh, okay, good. Yeah, because i got to get me one. Yeah, not at ToddStore.com. So there you have it on that. That's the update, latest and greatest. they got some cool stuff on there, some new stuff. You Check it out if you haven't seen it, ToddStore.com. Speaking of shirts and websites and all that fun stuff, we got an update on Tiki and Niki. If you were part of our aquarium bar project, I got an update for you. Uh, believe it or not, with the help of many Todd fans, wonderful people, we were able to get 100% uh, feedback on what people wanted for shirt sizes and whether they wanted win, women's or men's for the Tiki and Niki aquarium shirt. And therefore, that information will be passed on, and we'll try to get those done as soon as possible. As a matter of fact, I'm going to recommend that Todd Store try to get them printed and bring them to Todd Stock for the people that bought them that are going to Todd Stock because that's probably a, a large percentage of them. The hook necklaces will be at Todd Stock as well, Todd Stock too, that is, and Todd will be signing them there. How cool is that? Excellent. So there you go. If you got Tiki Niki goods, you're going to have them soon. Sorry for the delay. Uh, it was just you know hard to get all that organized. And of course, Michelle's trying to get that permit and get that business open, etc. Throwing parties for people. It is all good in Kiwai. Kiwai? Kiwai. Kiwai. So uh, <laughs> all right. 
Let's talk about Cruiser Mail, Todd being on tour because it's fascinating because it's a 64, almost 65-year-old man is going crazy. Added more shows, three in a row, as a matter of fact, before Akron, Evanston, and Wisconsin at the Paps Theater in Milwaukee. Mm-hmm. So that's um, some good shows right there. Evanston's probably going to sell out. It's only 200 capacity, two nights in a row. Hopefully Milwaukee will. Y'all support it, especially Chi-Town people. You can cruise on over there. You know you can. Not that I know. I know y'all travel anyway, but you know, just trying to encourage a couple more to go, so it's, maybe it'll sell out. So <coughs> I can come back to Wisconsin, get him some cheese <laughs> and some beer. And some beers. If you want to know about Todd on tour? Just go to RungrunRadio.com and click on the Todd Tours link, and it'll take you to two choices. You can go to both if you want to play around. Look at Roger Sider EJs. They keep it updated. They'll tell you where to um, see Todd Rungren, and EJs even has links to where they sell tickets. So if you're going to buy tickets, that might be the one to choose first. And check them both out. Make sure they're accurate because Todd is changing all the time. As a matter of fact, that Albany show is scheduled for 7.30. It was 7.31, and it went to 7.30. We got confused on it, too. So just be sure to check the calendars and check your venues so that you know the correct date for the shows. And he's overseas now. A lot of good reports we're getting. There was some writer, I don't remember where it was, maybe... Sweden, I don't know. <laughs> I can't keep up with it. That kind of tries to show some reviewer, but of course it was because he wanted the old Todd. You know, there's always one of those. Yeah, someone wasn't doing their homework. That's right. A lot of the fans, though, are giving terrific feedback. They're very excited. They like it. He was just at the Paradiso, I want to say tonight, but it was actually tonight in Amsterdam, which was a few hours ago, I think. <laughs> but. I think that's right. But anyway, people are saying good things about that. Jill said there was a really good party after one of the shows that she went to that she really enjoyed. And um, she's, going to, you know, of course, going to get to have a party at uh, Glasgow. If you're one of our international listeners and you want to know about that party in Glasgow, you're welcome to email us, Doug at RungunRadio.com or M-E-L at RungunRadio.com. And we will tell you how to get in touch with Domingo for that party. Right. That's we're on. It's like the sixth. June 6th, so just June 6th, is that it? Wow, it's coming up. Yeah. Craziness. Craziness. All right. Well, if you're really curious about um, seeing one of these shows and you can't wait until it comes to your town, or if it's not coming to your town and you're not willing to to, uh, spend a little gas money, you can look at the uh, entire show, including some interviews, on toddwebcast.com, 20 bucks. Nice. And I hear I hear that it is well worth it. It's available till September fifteenth. Support it or this party may be over on the VODs. It started out a little slow, but it's you know, I think it's picking up. The show of course has been remastered already from the original night. It's hard to get it perfect the first night, but a lot of feedback that it's the best VOD yet, including from Chris himself. I talked to him on the phone and uh he said that uh it was in his opinion too the best they've done so far. So they're getting really good at it. It'd be ha- it would suck to uh, to lose it. I know that they're thinking about maybe another one of the hit shows or performing art shows or whatever you want to call it, best of, blah, blah, the, um, um, to get another one because they, you know, the, the first one wasn't their best, I don't think. I mean, it was a good show, but they think they can do better, of course. It's always, you know, once you get some experience, a little bit uh, easier to do it the next time, of course. So they're getting really good at it. They were good from the get-go, but now they're getting even better which is a good thing for us fans. That's right. Yeah, and there's, of course, a really important show coming up 
in three months or so. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Akron, Ohio, we're back. Of course, we only disappeared one year. We had the little utopia there in 2011. Well, we weren't there in 2012, were we? Well, we had um, we had Rick Springfield one year, and we had was Skid Row during Labor Day? Uh, no. No. Okay. We had Utopia in 2011, and then I guess we did Agora last year, which is close to Akron. But we're back in Akron, and we're going to do a birthday party. It'll be our fourth birthday bash for our year six celebration. Party on Friday night, a gig with Todd on Saturday, which is an orchestra show, two orchestras, Akron Symphony Orchestra, uh, Akron Youth Symphony, over 80 people probably on the stage with Todd, plus his Liars Band, Hits Band, whatever you want to call it. Forensic, Chasm, Prairie, and Jesse. And as an added bonus, Michelle Rundgren, Mary Lou Arnold, background singing along with Chasm on that part. And that's going to be phenomenal. If you just think about that for a minute, Michelle Rundgren, Mary Lou, think about the set list for the show. If you haven't seen it, maestrotodrundgren.com or maestrotod, M A E S T R O, todd.com. We have already got uh, tickets on sale. They're at ticketmaster.com. I'm not making this up. I was talking to a guy via email yesterday, and I said, are you going to Akron? He said, no, I missed out on that. You know, can you hook me up? I said, dude, there's still tickets for sale. He already thought that it was sold out. It is not sold out. Tisk, tisk, tisk. No, no, no. We still oh, no, got no. We, we were got... giving reports, too, that people at Kent State Show May 15th thought that it was sold out. It's not sold out. Tickets are available. Go get them. And uh, be there or be square. It's only only orchestra show of the year. And then we've got the tickets on sale now for the party on Friday night with the Hermits of Mink Halloween, a wonderful Todd Rundgren Utopia tribute band, and of course hundreds of Todd fans and cake. It's always a blast. Todd is the theme. Uh, Semi formal to formal is the theme for Saturday. Those are both optional. You do what you want, but you know we encourage you to do those things to participate and have fun with us. And then Cruiser Mail, that that information, by the way, is at https uh, colon forward slash forward slash rungrenradio.tix.com, but you can also find the link on maestrotodd.com. No stone left unturned there. Uh, there's hotel information there. We're going to be doing bus rides to the concert and back, all kind of good stuff, which you might notice, too. <laughs> Cruiser there's Mail? a discount, though, by all three. Yeah, but... Some people don't know about the third, I think. I found a few more today. We're trying to just wear this out to make sure everybody's in the loop because tomorrow they're probably going public. There will be a show on September the 1st just a few miles from Akron. We will be taking a bus there and back, and we do have access to pre-sale tickets before they go on sale to anybody else. People that are going to orchestra show have that access if they contact us. If you're out of the loop on this, contact us now because soon it's going to be sold out. As soon as it goes on sale to the public, it's over. So if you're not getting in on it now, you're going to be out of luck. It's only uh, it's not a large capacity venue. No. So if you want to see two shows while you're down there, that's cool. If you got to fly back, that's cool too. But when do you think? A, when did you think that they're uh, that they're going to go public to their own subscriber list? Probably tomorrow. Okay. So kids, did you hear that? Um, you're probably going to get better tickets. Uh, Right now. Well, you're going to get tickets, period. You're taking a chance if you don't get them now. Yeah. They'll have a pre-sale for their members on June the 14th, I think, and then 15th they go on sale, and then it's over. So 
this is not a Rungan Radio gig. We're just, you know, being we're just involved because it's kind of um, not normal in the industry to have a show so close to yours to compete. But we didn't really look at it that way, and we wanted people that are traveling if they wanted to see two shows. This will be a, a performing arts show, hit show, whatever you want to call it. It'll be the five piece band, and uh, I'm sure it will be wonderful. So you'll get a whole lot of variety that weekend. You'll get the Hermits of Mink Halloween. Yep. Uh, then you'll get a Todd um, orchestra show the next night. Mm-hmm. And then the next night you'll get a Todd band show. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, what what's not to like? What's not to love? <laughs> I'm going to tell you. You got to, you know, I don't know if I'd tell anybody listening to this show, but get that Metropole CD. It is awesome from uh, Amazon or from Cherry Red, and you'll see just how special these orchestra shows are. It's just unbelievable. It's a great – it's just great. And check YouTube if you can see the whole show from Metropole, and that's what will hook you in because I remember – I'm an example. I didn't think much of it when they announced it. I didn't think anything about it. it took me a long time, but then I started checking out and listening when people were bragging about it, and boom, it hit me. It is the bomb. Yeah. I love it. All <laughs> right, now – Enough about us. Let's talk about others, Cruiser Mail. Todd Fest West, the West Coast peeps. Roger Linder, Debbie Sumner putting together another Todd Fest. This is like their 100th year. It'll be at Roger Linder's house. It's going to be fun. Yeah. And that's on July 13th. Yes, July 13th, ToddFestWest.com, correct, Cruiser Mail? Uh, yes, and it's at in Antelope, California. So uh, if you want to go... And you want to get a laminate, you need to register by July 1st. And the address for that is RSVP2013 at ToddFestWest.com. Laminates. Yeah, and there's no cost, but I think it's like a potluck kind of thing and bring your musical instruments and, uh, you know, get your freak flag on and um, have <laughs> talk about Todd all day. Yeah, speaking of laminates for Akron for the party, we're working on this. They're going to be badass as usual. So if you go to the party, you will have a laminate with a lanyard. Yeah. All right. Todd Stock 2, we're going to try to have shows every week in June so we can talk about Todd Stock 2, including the week of, because this is it. Yeah, we got we got a note in to Jennifer at the Nottaway Plantation, mm-hmm. see if she can get on the show next week, mm-hmm. um, which would be on Tuesday night. Uh, so for if anybody has any last-minute questions for her, and I know you guys do, <laughs> so hopefully she can come on with us at least for a little while next week and um, get your questions ready. Yep, Todd Stock 2. Cruz, you got that web link by chance if anybody still needs it. <laughs> yeah, I sure do. Uh, it's toddstock2v65.com. And the dates for that is, is June 16th to the 23rd, or 17th to the 23rd, I guess. 13 days. Starts on a Monday. On the 22nd is Todd's birthday, and there will be a concert, a state concert, that may be different from the ones he's doing out at the venues. Um, according to him in an interview, it, it'll be something fresh. So who knows what we'll get to see at that deal. Yeah. And... Then Sunday night, it was not part of Todd's stock, but the House of Blues in New Orleans is hosting a Todd show, state show. That'll be a lot of fun. Plenty of Todd stockers going. So 
If you don't know what Tavstock 2 is, check out that website. You can contact us. We'll fill you in. But there's camping spots left. Maybe some hotels nearby you can get to if you don't want to camp. There's RV hookup. It's a hookup for electricity. There's no water hookup, but you know some of those things already have that for a little while. Mm-hmm. Like you know, plenty of it. So, lots of different opportunities to go hang out with Todd fans. Right, and another thing that um, some lucky people who are going to be attending Todd Stock are going to get to do in the middle of the week is they're going to get to uh, go visit the youth orchestra of the Lower Ninth Ward. Uh, this is a fundraiser, in case you haven't heard. It's a fundraiser in honor of Todd's 65th birthday. It will be on Wednesday the 19th. You can find out all the information that you need to at shiningstill.com. Uh, they would like to know a head count for how many people are going to be uh, needing a ride on the bus that will go round trip from the plantation to the to New Orleans and back, uh, as well as they they would like a headcount on who will be all eating dinner in this one location. I want to say it's called Cafe Amelie or something like that. Uh, it's one of Todd's favorite restaurants. He goes there every time he's in New Orleans, and um, they think they can make room for a whole lot of people, but they, they really do need you know, some heads up on this, and they'd like you to go ahead and, and pay that. I think it's 28 bucks for buffet and beer and wine. Is that right? It's a good deal in New Orleans. I don't know if I saw wine on there or not, but a buffet and beer in New Orleans for that price, not bad at all, especially if it's a good restaurant, which Todd gives it glaring reviews, so it must be. Yeah, Todd has a good palate, so I'm sure it is good. So uh, Thanks to Jean Lakowitz for putting that all together at ShiningStill.com. Yeah, she's done a good job with the site, and there's also bus action from the Nottaway. Uh, but they're got to be it's got to be real organized because they're going to leave at certain times, and you know if somebody's not there, they're going to get left. Jill, the bus mistress, don't play. I'm sure, she'll be playing a role in that. <laughs> so ShiningStill.com to get organized. Jean will help you out. Cruzman, we got two more things, and hopefully Lou will call in. I just sent him an email to remind him. You know how college kids are. <laughs> I was one once. Yep. Toddfan.com. It's kind of like Pinterest, or in this case, Todd Interest. Todd. I tried to come up with a name. I couldn't do it. Anyway, it's like a Pinterest for Todd stuff. Perry Morelli's doing it. Check it out if you haven't yet. Kind of fun. Toddfan.com. And last but not least, we got a pimp. Woohoo Live. Woo-hoo. And I know tired of hearing about it and tired of hearing David post on Facebook, but it's only because it's not getting enough love. With the state show out, Todd Stock, Akron, all this crazy stuff going on, this thing is getting buried. The webcast, I mean, you name it. So if you got a spare 20 bucks or 99 cents, you can buy at least a song. Go try it out. We highly recommend the Clearwater Show. If you love Todd Runger's Utopia, there's Detroit Show. There's some good stuff on the Atlanta Show. Uh, there's six of them, and, you know, it's not going to last long if we don't get some more folks uh, downloading those those um, concert shows. What they are is they're bootlegs, like from radio shows and different things, soundboards, and they have been remastered. So if you – to appreciate them, you really have to hear the original bootlegs because they're not, they're not always perfect. There may be something here and there, but – Compared to the original bootlegs, these things are like gold. They're totally improved and better. So it's great stuff from the 70s and all, uh, all kind of stuff. 
the Clearwater shows, uh, maybe the 90s, I think. That's a great Todd Solo show. You'll love it. Woohoo Live, W-H-O-O-H-O-O Live.com. We've had David on the show a couple times. Warren, of course, the guru. If it keeps going, we'll hopefully get some DVD action out of them at some point. But uh, I want it to work because what's going to happen is when all this stuff dies down at some point and we're looking for what to do next, that will get us through that downtime because it's right. coming. Right. <laughs> right. That's something now, exciting just, coming up. Uh, I'm not sure when, but probably within the next couple of weeks, uh, the July issue of Goldmine Magazine ooh. is coming out. And it has a cover story. Yes, that right. A cover story about Utopia, the four-man Utopia. It's already out? Lori Mimzik posted a photo of it, of the ad that Bill Bricker did. It's already out, the gold mine. It's on the way for people who bought an ad spot with Bill. You can go to Goldmine. It's a website. It's not goldmine.com. You have to put Goldmine Magazine in a pull-up. I forgot what it was. But... uh, you can order it direct from them. You got to call them, I think. It's it's not at newsstands, but it's supposedly a great interview. And there were, there are um, other stories that kind of connect to that one. All four Utopians were interviewed: uh, Roger, Chasm, Todd, Willie. Yep. yep. Talking so much, I can hardly breathe. So yeah. the um, this is a you know it's got the tubes in there, and of course they talk about Todd and producing remote control. I mean, it's going to be a great edition, great magazine. One of those ones that will be around forever. You'll see it on eBay in 20 years. And this thing Bill Bricker did, this is probably one of, to me, is one of his best ideas. It's just great, and it looks so good. And uh, he just sold out already, but he's going to do, a, I guess, a poster. He's not going to actually sell a poster, but uh, he, you can get a, you could have gotten a spot where uh, he makes a caricature of you, basically, and puts it in with the crowd. And lots of people have done it. It's just a riot. It's really good stuff. So if you want to see that, I'm not sure really how to tell you where to go, but you can get on the Rungren Radio Facebook page, and we got some pictures on there. It's always a good place to get news and information. Or if you really, really want to see it and you just don't get on Facebook, you can email us and we'll hook you up. Or you can get Goldmine. Goldmine was not the complete edition of the uh, what the finished product is going to look like because you know it's kind of hurry, hurry, and... Uh, some people didn't get involved in time to get, make it to the cut for the magazine, but it's a uh, it's a good ad, two page ad in the magazine. It's Utopia's here, it's you know fan based ad. So get the gold mine if you want. I have no idea how much it costs, Cruiser Man. Guessing five bucks, maybe I don't know. I don't know, I don't know, but I haven't gotten my copy yet. I'll have to look out on the front porch again, make sure that it's not just <laughs> sitting out there. I'm shocked now. I mean, I'm getting old, obviously, because I. I'm shocked when I look at magazines on the airport and I look at them they're like five ninety nine, six nine. I'm like, what the hell? Man, I used to get magazines for like a dollar, two dollar. <laughs> I to drop seven bucks for a magazine that's as thin as my, you know, pinky. I don't know. I yeah, well, you're sounding old now. I know, but I'll buy that one, that gold mine. That I gotta have. Okay. We do not have a call. Wait, we do have a call. I bet this is him. Is it Luis? Let's find out. Oh, you said it. Let's see if you said it wrong. Luis, is this you? Yes, this is Luis. Luis, all right. We weren't sure how to say it, so we well, I wasn't going to try to butcher it. Uh, give us your full name, will you? Luis Echeverria. All right, very good. Cruiser Mel, can you say that? Luis Echeverria. There you go. Wait. Hey. 
man. Uh, not often they get it on the first try. <laughs> <laughs> Good job, Cruiser Mail. All right, great. Well, we're very excited that you've called in and called in on time. We uh, love that shot. Mel didn't get to go, but I was there for the Columbia College Art and Residence concert, and I've seen Todd dozens of times, uh, lots of times, and that's one of the top shows I've seen. Just really good. You guys were great. Todd was great. It's just fun to watch. And so we had several people who went, but not enough. So we might talk about that a little bit. We're really interested in digging deep into how it went before that concert. That was kind of the finale. We're interested yeah. to hear a little bit from you about what Todd was like as a professor, if you will, and uh, how all that worked out. You know, like how many students you had and what it was like for you, and just kind of walk us through your experience, if you don't mind. Well, first of all, there were several ensembles that performed. You know, we mostly mostly them were in the the top ensembles. I was in one of them. The one I was in was called Pop Orchestra, and with that ensemble, it's the only pop rock style ensemble that incorporates horns and strings. Mm-hmm. Now you also have R and B ensemble. You have a pop rock performance. One of them that's one of the top. And um, <clears throat> excuse me. Yeah, the uh, Recording and Performance Ensemble, which is um, an ensemble exclusively for bachelors of music students, where their experience is that uh, they're put in a band, and then they all come together, they write their own material, and then they record it. And uh, as you heard, I believe they were the ensemble that did Chain Letter with Todd, and they also did an original song where he came in and helped them with the writing and the producing. Yeah, I definitely want to talk about that, and that kind of sheds a little light, because I bet that answers my question. The songs, I'm assuming, were probably chosen based on the way each group was. You said R&B, you said horns, that obviously would make it a, a nearly human-type music, like Feel It. Um, is that how they decided? Did you guys pick it, or did Todd pick that set list? I believe I believe Todd picked it. You know, um, it's funny because, um, I, mean, uh, I mean, after the fact, you know, after going through the songs and looking through what other – what the other ensembles did, it was really interesting. I thought that he really, really touched on a lot of material from Nearly Human for the show, which mm-hmm. I think is probably one of his better later albums, you know. I love it. But, um, but it's like um, how how we prepared for it ourselves. We were given, we were known about a couple weeks ahead of time, and we spent a couple of weeks just um, learning the songs. We had some, we had charts that were transcri- transcribed for us. And um, we uh, we we listened to the recordings. We we mostly listened to the live to live versions because that's how Todd does it. You know the recent live versions. So we were listening to that, and then we just rehearsed. You know, reading the charts, and we were pretty we were pretty much well prepared. Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. Well, so Had you this- personally heard of Todd Rundgren before any of this was arranged, or that you knew of? Um, I, I, I know I was, some people weren't, well, I mean, I, last summer I saw him with, uh, Ringo Starr and his all-star band, actually, and that was a great show, and I had known him before for mainly his hits, you know, not, not too much on, to his, uh, other stuff besides, like, um, Something Anything and The Wizard of True Star and other things like that, you know, again, like, Nearly Human, like, the stuff from Nearly Human was something that was new to me, and I really dug that stuff. Yeah, that's a really good album. You probably didn't know Chain Letter either, I bet. I'm sorry, what? You probably didn't know Chain Letter either, I bet. I, I don't think I knew that one either. And uh, I remember, yeah, I remember someone saying that was like the first time that song's ever been performed. First and only time so far. It was really great, very enjoyable. So now the, this um, the song that was original, I talked to the uh, young lady that was singing it. 
after the show yeah. a little bit, and she told me that they had written that several years ago, but apparently at this artist in residence program, y'all tweaked it a lot, or, or somebody did. I mean, did you participate in that? Do you know what Todd's role was in kind of changing that or helping them get that song to where they wanted it to be for the performance? I was not involved in that ensemble. From what I heard is basically, I guess, um, Todd Todd came in, and I guess the idea of tweaking it is that he, he they basically recorded it, and he sort of, I guess, tweaked a bit the mix and the production. You know, he was sort of working more from behind the soundboard, you know. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, have you participated in some of these with other artists? Not yet. Well, this is actually my very first semester at Columbia. We did have another artist in residence earlier this semester, Charlie mm-hmm. Sexton. If yeah. You are familiar, yeah, if you're familiar with him. Mm-hmm. Sure, yeah, from Texas. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he played with uh, Archangels, with Dora Randall II, and knew all those guys. Uh, re- most recently, he, put, he toured with Bob Dylan. Yeah, you're getting your money's worth on that tuition, my friend. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And um, I mean, there I mean with Todd, Charlie. That's awesome. Well, well uh, were there any major differences you noticed as far as the the, the artist in residence and the fans for, between Charlie Sexton and Todd Rundgren? Oh, there was an immense difference. I mean, with Charlie, there weren't – it was like when we performed, when it wasn't full, although um, we didn't really play any Charlie tunes. What we did is he picked tunes, like, for example, our – ensemble we did uh this tune called money which is it's not pink Floyd or anything i thought who the artist is and we also did uh it takes love which is by e dot id id brickle i believe i forgot how you ed ed brickle yeah uh-huh. yeah ed brickle because i uh, i believe he produced that that record for her and we also did uh the way young lovers do by van morrison which uh i really enjoyed playing that one i love van morrison we did that and, yeah, so there was that, you know, as opposed to Todd, where it's like there were so many people and so many people were very excited and really into the show. And, you know, uh, when we were playing with Charlie, Charlie was mostly – wasn't singing as much. You know, he's playing a little guitar and helping helping to sing, but it wasn't as frontman-esque, uh, so to speak, as Todd was, you know. Mm-hmm. And it was it was just – it was a very – it was very much a better dynamic, and, you know, we it was a, more of a crowd reaction with Todd. Mhm. Wow, well, that's good to hear. Uh, we, I kind of thought yeah. Todd Chicago fans are rabid, man. They love him. So uh, you got to perform in front of some real good music lovers and aficionados of Todd Rundgren. So that's fun. Oh yeah. Do you happen oh, to yeah. know? Has anybody mentioned to you who Moogie Klingman is? I'm sorry. Say that again. Moogie Klingman. Moogie Klingman. I've heard the name. Moogie. Okay. You need you need to look him up. I'm gonna send you some email stuff. Moogie was a yeah. keyboardist for Todd on Wizard, True Star, and That's, several. Yeah. yeah, toured with him in Todd Runner's Utopia, different things like that. But, yeah, I think that's where I saw it. Yeah. yeah, he's got black curly hair like you do, so you're like a miniature Moogie, <laughs> you know, like a yeah. Moogie Junior, and and uh, you got to check it out because it's it's very yeah. fun. Well, well, you, well, you know, a funny thing I did because um because I really wanted to really be uh, as faithful to 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 the recordings, you know, as Todd as I feel Todd would be uh, most happy with. So I actually used one of my own keyboards, and I and I um, programmed some different sound patches on there that were, like, similar, if not as close to they uh, how the keyboard sounds were in some of the live recordings. Like, we refer to, like, the live in Boston from 90, 1991, and there's the live from Warfield mm-hmm. Leg as well. So, right. you know, I, I sort of used those as a template for trying to, 
get get good sound get a get a good uh close sound on out of my keyboard you know besides using the grand piano on one of a nail you know because i that was pretty natural you know because the strings were doing and the horns were doing you know those other parts you'd think a synth was doing but you know it was them <laughs> well, i know you were on one of a nail and i know you were on feel it was there another song that you did with them there was another the first one that because we were the last group and the first one i played keyboard and I actually sang it with todd was a uh, real man Okay. Oh, what a great song, yeah. Oh yeah, and uh I mean I prepared I prepared myself to sing that song and um I I think I did decent uh, pretty well. Well, I will I will say it's actually cuz afterwards and after the show it's actually the very first time I've ever been sort of, you know, praised for something other than, you know, playing guitar or playing keyboards, you know. I people complimented me on my singing and that that <laughs> never really has happened like that's not really usually the first Thing, thing that people will uh, approach me about, you know. But well, that's exciting. I, I uh, yeah. wish I had some audio of that for tonight. Maybe I can grab some while we're on a break or something. But the yeah. I know there I was, are, they were filming this thing. So they were. Um, well, what what happened was that well, it's like um, what they do with all Columbia concerts is they they uh, you can download them for free off iTunes, off the YouTube um, mm-hmm. app. But um, actually, when my what happened was uh, my dad got that recording and he uh he clipped it and put some videos of 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 our of the show on YouTube at least the parts where my the ensemble I was in we performed right so yeah. they're out there and people are saying some good things it seems right. like well I captured I got feel it you know I got the audio for feel it you guys did and I'll, I'll be playing that tonight but uh if if we go to iTunes or something we can download the whole show yeah, it's uh well it's like um there's a there's like a a thing a tab called YouTube's and um, I mean, I think the best thing for you to do is go on Google and type in Columbia College U-Tunes, and then um, there, there's something because you like it's, it's like you need your password and your username. Um, I'd say, um, I mean, there you could probably find some videos of those on YouTube scattered scattered throughout. Anyway, mm-hmm. yeah, I've got just type that's in, video. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you just type in Todd Runger in Columbia College, it should all pop up. What about the video the the professional was recording though? Over there to the to your left, on, when you were looking out in the crowd, there was a obviously working for the school had like a TV quality type camera. Oh but yeah, I, well I mean there was there was one in the corner and there was one in the very back. There were two cameras and basically those are used those are those are those record in real time at the same time and they they're just used for different camera angles and such. But where does the video go? I mean, can we see it? The the the, the video go they record straight from the video from the, like um. Straight from the uh, straight into the camera, it goes straight into the camera, and then they just take the raw f- footage and then just upload it to iTunes. Okay. Oh, so that's what we can see on the iTunes. Okay. All right. Yeah. Well, we're gonna. If I can't find it, I'll just shoot you an email. We got to see that. That was such a. It was just a great show. Parallel lines. I mean, chain letter. Great set list. You guys were having a blast. Everybody, you know, the students were definitely professional, and the singers were great. Just a lot of fun to watch. Oh yeah. 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 Well, leading oh, yeah. up to it, though, you had. I know y'all practiced before Todd got there, but uh-huh. were you around Todd a lot that week? Like, did he have lectures, and or did you have class with him? You know, did he talk oh, to you yeah. about boards at all? Oh yeah, there was there was definitely a lot of lectures that he gave, and especially when we were rehearsing with him, he would uh, he had he, uh, the comments he would have to say. I mean, um, you know, for the most part, we sounded great. You know, that as as far as what he thought for the most part, and 
anything he commented on was usually, I guess, the uh, the, the horns or the strings, you know, because they it, we 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 don't rehearse with them. They sort of start to rehearse separately, and then we come together and rehearse together. But um, you know, I mean, we all knew our parts, so. If if Todd didn't say anything, he didn't have to say much because I guess we were doing all right. But um, he did also do some songwriter master classes, which um, which I went to actually. There was a couple he did with the actual songwriting class that I went to, and um, the second the second one on that Thursday, I actually got to play a song for Todd, and um, it he 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 really liked. He said the music, the lyrics could are could be more interesting, but he liked the like. The mu- like the music part of the song that I wrote from a long time ago. He said it reminded him of Jim, Jim Steinman, which I thought was a very flattering compliment. Um, Big compliment. Yeah. 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 Although I, it was funny is that there was a he, he was supposed to do a, he's going to do a songwriting forum on that uh, Wednesday, right? And it was supposed to be open to all students, but I, it was it was so bizarre because. All it was, it was just me, another student, and the two sound guys. So it was literally just like four of us in that room, and Todd did did his like whole spiel on songwriting for the videotape, you know. Wow. Okay. Well, <laughs> yeah. what were some of the dog. what were some of the hints that he had to share with you guys? Hints. Hints. Like, did he tell you what his process is for deciding on whether he's going to write a song today or not? Oh yeah. Well. um, he he especially touched on um, what he did, what he does recently, you know, for as which the result was his album state is that he uh, basically listened to a lot of modern music. Is that's what he does. He'll listen to something, and then once he gets what he needs to what when he needs out of it, then he'll stop listening and just move on to something else or move on to write a song. Um, I did I did uh, my parents actually came to visit about uh, a few a couple weeks ago. For like our final, the final last end of the semester, final forms, and we went to go see at Todd at Park West, and it was it was very interesting because it was basically a techno electronic show. Mm-hmm. A lot different than the Columbia College show, no question. <laughs> oh yeah, I mean Todd Todd pointed that out too when I when I was talking with him about that when uh, we first met. But um, I saw yeah, you I mean, on the it was at Park West. Uh, what do you think about the show? Oh, I I really liked it. I thought it was very it was very uh, interesting, and I thought it was very good. You know, it was very it was very different than something I I wasn't expecting. But I thought it was I thought it was very um, I I you know it was very good. You know, my parents liked it. I I don't have absolutely nothing bad to say about it. You know, mm-hmm. it's just uh, I guess it's like it's like something that you wouldn't expect uh, so expect really from a from an older artist, so to yeah, speak. Yeah, it's not your parents, Todd Rundgren. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, you know, well, well, you, well, well, my parents aren't actually as familiar with Todd Rundgren as I am. I mean, my dad's heard a few songs, but yeah. um, you know, as far as the Ringo concert, there, there, there isn't too much beyond that. Right, right, <laughs> and, right. and those were the hits, you know, some, some, somewhat. Well, the um, I understand that you got to talk to Todd a little bit after the show, or ran into him somewhere. The state show. Oh yeah, well I mean, I mean, you know, I was just telling him, you know, um, oh, you mean after the Park West show? Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh yeah, it was, it was funny because um, Caddy said that there was supposed to be an after show, but I guess they canceled it. But you know, we heard from some people that um, he was he was going to um, Gibson's restaurant. So I told my parents, hey, let's go to Gibson's, and mm-hmm. they're like, oh, okay, you know. So <laughs> so we're waiting there. We're waiting there, right? And we're talking with oh, there's some of other Todd's fans there. And we 
it was getting around 11, about five after 11, and we were about to just leave because he didn't, he wasn't showing. But then right as right as we were about to enter the cab, I see Todd's guitar player, and I'm like, hey, I'm like, hey, get out, get out, get out of the cab. He's here, he's here, you know. Okay. <laughs> so we, we, yeah, you know, we we go in, and um, I introduce him 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 to my parents, which was sort of the point of that, mm-hmm. you know. And um, I mean, Todd's such an awesome guy, really, really nice guy, you know, very friendly, you know. I really, I really, um, I I, I really, it's like. I think my personality, I guess, is very, is very much. I wouldn't say like his, but it's it's like a personality that can get along with his. I guess you could say, you know. Yeah, his um, with I, the younger uh, folks is, you know, he really is good. You know, he's got two. He's got, you know, uh, I'm saying it too. He's got three or four sons, and uh, yeah, so he's he's into the youth of America. Yeah, and he's well, really he, things. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, uh, what? He's real good at these college things he's been doing. I mean, he's having a blast. Yeah. The, the students really like him, but um, and I'm sure I think you know he probably has a, a immense amount of respect for you and for the group for you know how skilled you guys are already and, and uh, trying to learn more and absorbing all the knowledge. So uh, well, that's great. It, that you got to see him at Gibson. Well, yeah, you know it's um, it's like uh, that sort of shared ambition or that shared um, inspiration, I guess you could also call it that. Um, that that sort of uh, attracts attracts us to each other, you know. Well, even musicians in general, good musicians. Exactly. Yeah, I agree with you. I know what you're saying. And um, yeah. But you know, speaking of good musicians, you uh, check out. You know, you said his guitarist. His name's Jesse Grass, and he's really good. He was used to be the editor for Guitar Player magazine, and he's got some at least five books out uh, on on guitar that are uh, educational books that are real good. If, if uh, what's the name what? of the guitar player? Jesse Grass. Jesse Gress. It's, it's Grass, but with an E. G R E S. Oh, Jesse Gress. dot com. J E S S E I E. Yeah, check him out. Well, he works with Todd all the time. He's you know he's he's uh he's been with Todd for a long time. Yeah. Well, you know, um, fun fact about me, I actually uh, took some jazz guitar lessons from Carol K. Wow. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah, I'm around. Todd <laughs> always likes to say, I don't know if you ever seen the interviews, Bill. Say. People well, uh, I, I I don't know if I mentioned this or if this was known about me, but I am uh, actually originally from California. Ah, Cali. You know, and uh, yeah, and my uh, my hometown in Lancaster is about a it's actually about a thirty forty five minute drive from where Carol Kay lives. You know, driving on the freeway, so she she's she's for the most part local, or she'll be local because she's moving to a closer town from where I live, but I mean she's a she's a legend obviously. She has a lot to say. She has she has, she writes books on on playing jazz and things like that on bass and guitar. She's a hell of a guitar player. It's not really? too many people. Not she she can there's a funny story if I may. because um, sure. I, I was telling her that I was gonna go see Leon Russell in concert and she was she was telling me, uh, well if you go if you can get backstage and me and tell him tell 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 him I send my love and I'm like, okay, so I go to the concert and it's great even though my ears were bleeding because the um speakers were so ridiculously loud. But um I went around the back, um this was the Canyon Club in the Gore Hills and I was waiting by the bus, I had some things I liked in the sign and I, I, I asked this bass player, could I get them signed? So I gave it to him, and I also told him that uh, Carol Kay says hi, and she sends her love. So he goes in, and then later comes back out of the van, out of the bus. I'm sorry, and he was tell he tells me Leon Leon says he sends his love and tell tell t- and he said to tell Carol to play Tycho Tycho. 
Now, I didn't know what that meant at the time. I, it sounded like some sort of inside joke. Mm-hmm. So I messaged Carol on Facebook. And besides, by the way, Carol K is on Facebook, and she's very accessible, you know, as long as you don't draw the line. <laughs> but, um, but um, so I, so I, so I was telling her this, and she told me the backstory that I guess they were in the studio. They they were in the studio back in the day, and Carol, uh, Glenn Campbell pulled a dare on Carol to see who could play that the Latin song Tycho 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 faster on the guitar. Mm-hmm. And uh, I guess Leon was in that session, and Carol Kay actually ended up winning. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's all. Awesome. You know, I thought you were saying Carol King. I think some people in the chat were in rotation. Oh, no, I'm sorry. No, I'm yeah, sorry, not so Carol Because Carol King has got a lot of history course with the Todd thing. But Carol Kay, uh, uh, yeah, that's cool. Well, man, you've got to be with a lot of, you know, a lot of famous people already. What are, what well, are your I, plans after you get through with school? I mean, where do you want to go with this? Well, I, you know, um, I'm considering grad school, but uh, grad school, um, actually, I'm considering abroad. I know that Columbia has ties with the the pop, the pop pop academy, which is in Germany, and there's also a uh, a a, uh, a music school in uh, UK called the Institute. I'm actually also uh, working with a band right now called Lionel Orion, and uh, we just finished recording our first album. It's going to be mixed and mastered by um, producer Irko, who who is um, a uh, pretty big name, well, big name, big time producer. He's produced for Jay Z and a few other big name artists. And <clears throat> right now, we're just um, trying to work out a work out a deal to see which which label we're gonna we're gonna release the album through because we've been we we've been getting offers from Universal and Sony and such. So oh. it sounds like it's, it sounds like it's gonna it, it's something big's gonna come out of it. At least that's what the the leader of the band says. I play bass in it actually, so. You know, the album's done. We're just waiting for the release and everything and for everything to finalize. Meetings are going to be happening. So, you know, here's hoping that, you know, our our lead singer, Bobby, his confidence really pulls through for the band. <laughs> yeah. So you play bass, keyboard, guitar, and you sing. What else? Hey, right. I also play – I do write music. I play drums as well. Um, I, I know a little bit of – I know a bit of mandolin and ukulele, you know. Banjo, just barely a little. You know, I I can try to pick up something and try to figure out. You know. Yeah. Wow. Did uh, have you ever heard Todd talk about, um, you know, like especially in the early days where he would play every instrument and and record it, and he'd have to run back and forth to the sound booth or whatever you want to call it, the engineering booth, and then hook things up, and then go out and play it, and then record it, and all that. Did Did oh, you yeah. guys hear about any of that? Yeah, yeah, he talked about that, you know, when he uh, when he talked about that period of uh, something, anything, you know, because, yeah, he, he recorded about three-quarters of the album all himself, you know, besides that long jam session at, like, the the the, four, the, the, the last quarter of the album. I actually, um, I have done a little bit of recording myself because I, I have a home studio back at home, and my dad pretty much acts as, like, the engineer, you know. He's the one that, he's more... Uh, Pro Tools literate than I am, um, mm-hmm. a bit, you know. So um, I did write. I did. I had this one song that I wrote a long time ago called "A uh, Girl in a Silk Smooth Dress," and I ended. Up, I wanted to record it, but um, it was originally recorded with two guitars. Like the first demo I made of it, which was it was in a different style too. But um, what I did, I ended up playing all the instruments. There's there's so many layered things in the recording I made, which is there's like guitars. There's like Six string, twelve string. 
There's ban there's not banjo, I'm sorry, mandolin, even excuse me, a charango, and there's piano and bass and organ and and um shaker and it just things that are, create this very interesting blend because that's sort of what I was going for to make it a bit more uh, more detailed make make give the recording something a little bit extra like a, a more of a a bottom of a, a foundation uh-huh wow yeah how old are you i'm uh, 20 years old <laughs> 20 years old man wow Got all that stuff already going on. That's fantastic. Yeah. When did you know you were going to want to be in music? Well, I think, I think I kind of, you know, maybe by like maybe around eighth grade, I knew it was really something I enjoyed and something that, I guess at the time I felt like I have had some power with it, you know. But when I was going out of high school, I was actually going to major in something else. I was going to major in like computer science, and I did spend about a, a quarter. At a at a at UC Irvine in uh in California, I spent about a quarter there, and you know it it ended up not working out. I wasn't that great at computer science, you know, and my parents realized that um, my happiness was was important, you know, and I had to, you know, for me to be happy and be successful, do something that I excelled at. And music, I you know, I I I knew I definitely excelled at. I was very confident in that, and. I really loved playing. I played in bands all through high school. I was in the uh, concert band playing. I did actually play a this freshman year. I played a played a year of uh, played an alto saxophone for freshman year, and then the last three years I played electric bass. And then I also played jazz, a guitar in the jazz band, and I ended up playing in the uh, local big band for about seven years playing guitar. Yeah, you know. So it's and I, yeah and. I mean, uh, I grew up listening to a lot of the older music. You know what my well, I I was first I first listened to whatever's on TV, which is basically all that pop stuff like and thinking Britney Spears. But when I started listening, you know, to the to the real uh, you know the real creative stuff, um, my dad introduced me to Elton John, which the first two songs I heard were Border Song and Burn Down the Mission. Mm-hmm. And because I was taking piano lessons, I, I was learning to play piano. I thought it was so cool. You know, I really wanted to learn to play like that, you know. And from there, there was, like, the Beatles and the Bee Gees and the Beach Boys and James Taylor, a lot of uh, 80s New Wave as well, which I sort of have a soft spot for. Very nice. Getting into some of the good old school music. Now, what do you think about, do you watch The Voice, American Idol, those kind of shows? I haven't, I've not lately, you know. I mean, um, I think, I mean, I did, last time I watched American Idol was probably at sort of the beginning of the season when, um, when um, Steven Tyler and, and Jennifer Lopez were the judges, you know, and and I was following with some friends, and I remember there was, when they were going through the audition, um, just a little tidbit, you know, I was talking with my friend about it, and, we, we, you know, when they had Scott McCreary, he did his first audition, and my friend, who's like a theater major and really is into singing as well, you know, he's, he's like, you know, he's going to go on, he's going to go on, he's going to go on, without even thinking, you know, because it's like, to him, because he has an idea of, I guess, what um, is, what is like, popular or, you know, what's in the uh, nature of the uh, of mainstream, you know, because Scott McCreary, you know, he's a great singer, but he also sort of fits that image, you know, of a con- of the country type of singer he is. And, uh, I mean, I he's obviously talented. He's probably one of the last few talented people, the most talented people to come out of American Idol. You know, I haven't watched the last couple of seasons, so... 
Um, I, I don't know about anything different, but I mean, you know, I did once audition for American Idol long, long time ago in 2009. Well, not long, long, but long enough. And um, I actually got, I, I got, I got turned down. You know, the first, the first, uh, the first round. Who were the Who were the judges at the time? What was that like? I mean, were they were they nice? Well, teams? well, well. Here's the Here's what happened in the first few rounds of auditions. You don't audition for the celebrity judges. You audition uh, for the producers. Uh-huh. You, you, they, they get you all in this big arena, and they set up tables, and they have about one or two producers behind each table. And they, they get you going in line, you know, in the order of how when you showed up or at, when your appointment time is, you know, however, if it's, it's a voice as opposed to American Idol. And then they get four of you behind the line. They tell four of you to step up and then the next four to get behind that line. And then the whoever's behind the desk will point at each person to sing about maybe 30 minutes or so and they'll usually if they they'll keep singing and then the producer will either tell them to stop or sing another song. You know, I mean you could you could some people sing only one song, some people I've heard sing like three or four songs, you know. And pretty much the decision is made from there, you know, it's boom, 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 you know, about five to ten seconds of if 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 we're if we're lucky, um, um good judgment good judgment. Um and then it's either a yes or a no and that's pretty much how they do it. It's like an assembly line, you know, almost. So if if when you look at this show and they show all those people standing in line outside, Randy Jackson doesn't have to deal with all of them. He probably gets, what, a couple dozen or so, you know. Uh, that makes sense because, I mean, there's literally over a 1,000 people, it looks like, in some of those lines, and I can't imagine that all those, they go through all that with everybody. That, that makes sense, but I didn't know that little little tip there. But well, then they decide, like, obviously, to put some really bad singers through just for the for television the, value. Yeah. Well, yeah, you know, there's television, but, I mean, you know, I mean, they've always done that, and I, I think there's always been a. It, it's not necessarily bad, you know, but I, I guess over time people have sort of, they've been figuring out, oh, this is what it's about, you know. Um, the one thing that I think um, would really is not really as um, what's really been not been hurting some of the shows is their their um, their selection of uh, judges of celebrity judges, you know, to have on that show because I mean. I I mean as I, I love Mariah Carey uh, she's a great singer although I don't know if she's because um, she hasn't done anything new in a while you know I think except that new song with I, I forgot who who was it featured on but you know she, she she sort of has been sort of out of the limelight or you know something like that you know she hasn't really been prominent in her music probably since the Emancipation of Mimi album and that was a big big album you know so. I, I don't. I'm, I'm sure she had a lot of good things to say, but I think one thing that that people were saying is that the celebrities were too nice as well. Oh, no, way I'm, too nice. <laughs> oh yeah, I think this, probably time around, old, <laughs> which is maybe true for the uh, for the for the general populace that watches that show. They might have to go a little bit younger, which um, you know, like the the voice has got I think some some of the more younger. Like even though Usher's kind of old, he's not as old as Steven Tyler or somebody like that. Yeah. Well, yeah, going back. I'm sorry, mm-hmm. go ahead. I'm sorry. Keep, no, keep going. I said, going back to this college thing, I'm assuming, were you the only one from the whole school that went to the state show that was part yes. of this? Yeah, yeah, I was actually. Um, someone, I think someone was, uh, Kathy, I think it was asking me that, or someone else was too, and they're, I'm like, yeah, I think so, yeah. Well, you know? why do you think that is? Were y'all like on break, or did people just not, you know? 
Well, get... this is what's fun. Well, I mean, I don't think it was that. Well, it was. It's yes and no because I mean, I don't know too many people that go to big concerts, you know. And I mean, I consider Todd a big concert, you know, any concert at Park West with a big name. But um, what was actually happening that day is that um, they were having graduation, and funnily, um, um, <clears throat> humorly enough, I was actually coming. They were having graduation at the uh, Chicago Theater, and I was actually playing in one of the ensembles that was, you know, they have like some of the some of the ensembles they play for the people walking in before the uh, cer- the commencement ceremony starts. So I came straight from there, and I went straight to state to the to the uh, to the uh, to the park to the Park West Theater with my with my parents. I met up with the parents outside the theater, and we took a cab straight there. You know, and there was a lot of students from the ensemble that were actually graduating, and I'm I'm sure a lot of them were also, because we were we we played for like uh, for for two days, you know, playing three ceremonies per day, you know, so everyone I'm sure was pretty much tired. I mean, everyone was very tired that Saturday, but I think that was because we had some uh, groggy Mexican food. What what do you um, what why do you think your parents went with you? Well, they they went with me, you know. I asked them, hey, Todd, I told them, hey, Todd's gonna play play here, you know. We should go, and they're like, okay, you know. My, I, I, you know, I'm very, if if I may, I'm very blessed to have very, very supportive parents. You know, they support what I do, and they know that, you know, I enjoy going to concerts. I I love buying CDs. You know, I, I love living. I love being immersed in that music, and you know, as a result, you know, I have I've had opportunities to meet great. Those great musicians. I mean, um, last this past Friday, I went to St. Charles, and I um, excuse me, they had a show. It was called The Night of Chicago, and it featured the Chicago tribute band from Chicago, from the city of Chicago, 25 or 64, and the band California Transit Authority, which features Danny Serafin, the original drummer of Chicago, and the show also featured Dennis Stefano, the original singer of the Buckingham, and Bill Champlin, who was in Chicago in the 80s, and after the show, I got to meet all those guys, and they're such nice. really—they're really, you know—they're really nice guys. I've met, I've met Bill once before. He played in my hometown. I met Danny uh, when the CTA played in uh, San Juan Capistrano, you know, and my first time seeing Dennis, and they were just fantastic. And also, if I, if I may, um, I would recommend because uh, Danny's band, California Transit Authority, recently came out with a new record called Sacred Ground, and pretty much that—that's like. That is Chicago. That that record there, the new record, it really it goes back to the California Transit Authority sound of like the first two or three Chicago albums, and it really hits home. I mean, there's great vocalists on there like Larry Braggs, who sings for Tower Power, Eric Reed, and also Bill Champlin's son, Will Champlin, who went to Berkeley College of Music, and he is a fantastic singer, keyboardist. I met I met him also each time. You know, he's such a such a talented kid. You know. Yeah. Well, what's your favorite? Concert that you've seen so far in your 20 years of being on this earth? <laughs> Probably, um, there's so many, but one of the best concerts I, I always say I've been to was um, at the Hollywood Bowl. It was Eric Clapton and Steve Winwood. Oh, wow, yeah. <laughs> you you talk like you're so much older than you are. Like the good music. So, uh, so, uh, so, I've, so I've been told. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but those are not bad names to be looking up to and studying. I mean... Yeah. That's why they're still around, you know. Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, I'm... Hmm? the stickers we have to say we may be old, but we get to see the best. We got to see the best bands isn't applicable anymore because you've seen them too. <laughs> well, Todd, Eric, you know, I, 
yeah, uh, you know, like luckily lucky for some of those artists that will keep going even if it's like once every seven years, like um one of the one of the best opportunities I I had was last year I wanted my dad to see Peter Gabriel. Oh yeah. Nice. Yeah. That's real yeah, nice. I know. Well who's your favorite yeah. keyboard player out there? Keyboard player? Oh god, I mean there's so many. Um I mean, one of my, some of my favorites are like Keith Emerson and Rick Wakeman, Dennis DeYoung. Kawhi feels a very underrated keyboard player, actually. Um, um, piano players, you know, Elton John, Billy Joel, Bruce Hornsby, Ben Folds. Um, I, I feel like Ben Folds should get more credit as a as a piano player. I don't think he gets as much credit as hmm. he should. And considering he's in like a late '90s alternative artist with his band Ben Folds Five, which I'm seeing in a in, a, in about a month, but um, yeah, you know, I I love those keyboard players. I've met Keith Emerson a couple times actually. He's such a nice guy. You know, he lives in Santa Monica. Huh. Yeah, now you've, I, you've been doing all this talking about quote unquote old guys, which I okay. I almost resent saying that. But um, <laughs> I mean, do you like? Uh, I'm sorry, I'm going blank on his name. The singer guy that plays for Coldplay, or, or do you, are there oh, any Chris current Martin. artists Chris that Martin. you you know that you really have latched onto, and you think uh, may go all the way? Well, um, oh, you know, I mean, I can name the ones that are already big, like Bonnie Bear and Mumford and Sons. You know, those mm-hmm. are really great artists. But there's this one singer you got to check out if you haven't already. His name is Alan Stone. Alan Stone. Alan Stone. He's a he's an he's a white guy from Seattle. He sings R&B soul type music. An incredible singer. I've seen him a couple times, and and he's such he's such a soulful guy. And he he's not, he's like you know has that uh has that reminiscence of Stevie Wonder and all those soul cats from the 70s. Oh. You know, but it, it's it's so modern. It's so hip. You know, I saw him first open up for Dave Matthews Band uh, last year, and um, I saw him do his own show and. After every concert, he always, you know, stays and does me and greet with all of his fans. You know, he's very good about that. That's awesome. <laughs> okay. Let's yeah. We'll check yeah. that out. Well, I got um, uh, one more question for you, old school anyway. It's, um, and I know you know who it is, but I mean, what, what is, what a keyboardist your age uh, know or think about um, Bob Moog? Bob Moog, you know, he, he, there's very... There's very few. Um, there's a, there's many people that you know. I'll say this around people my age. There's a lot of people that play keyboard, you know. Mm-hmm. But there's well, I'm sorry, play piano and keyboard like stuff, you know. But I don't think there's um, there there's enough teaching or you know whether it's possible about electronics and things like that, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, like you know teaching about moves and synthesizers, you know. I I I personally. I I one day I hope to get like an electronic move, but other than that big sixteen foot analog move that Keith Emerson <laughs> drags around, you know. Yeah. Um, what I one thing I found out that was very interesting is that one of the very first recordings to feature the Moog synthesizers was actually on a Monkeys record. Oh, is that right? Hmm. Yeah, it was. There was a, on the uh, their fourth album, Pisces, Aquarius, Capricorn, and Jones Limited. There, there, there are two songs, one called Daily Nightly that was written by Michael Nesmith and the second called Star Collector that was written by Carol King, Gary Goffin. And those two are the first pop recordings to feature a Moog synthesizer. Interesting. Yeah. Wow, good yeah. stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I also want to say, I also want to say as far as new artists, there's this also incredible uh, 
a rock jazz fusion band called Snarky Puppy. And um, a lot of people at Chicago really dig them. They're a national touring band. They uh, they played they played at Richie's Rock Club recently. I went to go see them, and that was one of the most mind blowing shows ever. Because it's like it's like they got drums, percussion, two keyboards, guitar, bass, a horn section, but they play such really complex music, and it, they jam. You know, they improvise, and that's like. And a lot of those guys went to North Texas State. You know, so a lot of them are trained musicians, and the bass player writes all the music. That's also a band that 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 people should check out because they're so good and you know they're they're well little well known now but they tour internationally but you know i don't know if they're the type of band that would get big because they play all instrumental also yeah so you know that's something to also look to know that it's there and that it's awesome yeah. <laughs> and they've got a great <laughs> yeah i'm good um, all right well I'm gonna... wait doug excuse me mm-hmm. i just got a couple questions about um backing up to todd's week of being artist in residence, um, you mentioned the songwriting class. What else was? Um, do you know what Todd was doing the rest of the week? I mean, was he just hanging out in classrooms, observing mostly, or, well, or did well, he ever well, take the role again? Well, um, I mean, uh, he had his places to be, you know, and he had his periods where he had to get lunch and everything, which is usually like after the forums where he meets with the students but um what uh, what uh, what happened was the first day when he did his um when he did his like meeting you know Q&A his first Q&A is that um my uh, cuz I also played guitar in the blues ensemble this semester and our blues instructor blues ensemble instructor was there he introduced himself and I told Todd you should uh come by the blues ensemble and 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 check us out or something he's like yeah maybe if I can you know and Lord behold, you know, that night he actually showed up and just heard us play a little bit, and I thought that was really that was really cool, you know. It was funny because I actually ended up playing drums because our drummer wasn't there, but, uh, um, you know, it was very it was very nice of him to do, it, do that, you know. I don't know if he um, poked around anywhere else, you know, besides, you know, the, uh, the forms and the master classes he had to do, but, um, you know, he certainly did that. And he also had that... Um, he had um sort of a it was sort of like a a forum like about uh about his career that was on Tuesday night it was like one of those special seminar things you know I went to that a, a bunch of people went to that you know so he did that and I thought that was pretty cool you know he talked about a lot of the same things you know like his career um you know his time with the Nas and Utopia and his newer album very nice did he ever like to let's say a guitar player was playing something and and didn't quite have the chord right. Would, did he ever? I just picture him going over and saying, "No, no, hold your hand like this" or anything like that. Mm, no, well, no. I mean, uh, I mean, everyone in the uh, in each of our ensembles is pretty pretty capable of doing that, you know. But I mean, um, I heard he didn't really do too much of that. But I I think he's a very modest guitar player in general, anyway. To do maybe do something like that anyway. Okay. Okay. Just wondering. Yeah, no problem. Well, what what um, this is my my last question for you. I want to play some of your music. I want to play some of the stuff that I got from YouTube. What what's the one takeaway you think you got out of that week with Todd? What's the one thing you think you you know you won't forget or something you think you learned that was you know the highlight of the week for you? Well, I mean, definitely it was. I think it was all one big highlight. You know, it was probably the best week of my life. You know, Todd was so great and. uh 
I, you know, he's such so great to like be in front of and and sort of play behind him and play for him and things like that. It definitely did give me personally did give me confidence, more confidence in what I do. And you know, um, obviously, you know, there's things that I experienced through the semester that where uh, there's things I have to work on, but particularly that it was mostly confidence and and um you know really me telling myself you know i could i could do this you know you know i can keep doing this and i'll be all right he says he thinks i'll be all right so that's you know I, I you know that's that's a that's a nice compliment as well yeah that's awesome man well we're glad you had a good time we appreciate you giving us some insight and an inside look at how that whole thing went and uh everybody's gonna look forward to hearing some of this stuff i'm gonna play real man and probably feel it before the end of the night but um, I know you got better things to do than talk to a couple old people, but uh, thanks so much for sharing it with us. We really enjoyed talking with you. Oh, no, no problem. Thank you for uh, allowing me to share. All right, man, thanks. Good luck. Thanks, thanks. Louis. All right, thank you. Okay. Thank right, you. Cool. Be in touch. All right, bye. All right, everybody, we're going to play a little. This is um, our guest singing Real Man with Todd. You're going to love it. Here we go.
All right, everybody. Take the rock. Real man. I, I was gonna play feel it. I don't. I can't find. It. I'll check. And make sure. I thought I uploaded today. I've got it. And I'm grabbing chain letter by request by somebody in the chat room. I'm sorry, I forgot who it was. But you know, Cruiser Mel. Yes, sir. We need to send him a real man T-shirt that Macy's.com has. They're pink and they say real man on them. <laughs> oh dear. <laughs> I got one for Todd when I saw it, but then I noticed they're on the website too. So if anybody wants a real man T-shirt. You can get you one on Macy's.com. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. So let's see. I'm gonna. Do you see uh, on the studio there? Do you see the song "Feel It"? Let's see. Missing it, maybe. Would you have called it "Feel It"? Yes. Hmm. I'm shocked that it's not there. Reality. There it is. I got it. Okay. Cool. So, Cruiser Mail, introduce the song. Here we go. Yeah. This is gonna be Luis. Echeverria. Uh oh. <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh, now I've forgotten how to say it. Echeverria. Uh, playing keyboards with Todd Rundgren on Feel It.
putting me through my paces. <laughs> you got to admit that's that's awesome. That is very good. I mean, very good. Yep. The guy's a little hard to hear at the start of that that uh, version. There's another one on YouTube, but it's not the whole song. But you can hear him more uh, a little clearer. But maybe we can find him. Um, you know, through the way he was telling us, and get some real good copies of those songs. They're just so good. It was such a joy to watch those kids do that with Todd. I mean, it's just a good show. I hope something like that happens again. I'd go to that in a heartbeat. A lot of fun. and I, I think it's going to be um, cool like that for the Akron show because of the Youth Symphony Orchestra. It's just something about watching Todd up there with kids. It's just fun. Yep. He's got a uh, pop spot for him. What's that? He has a soft spot for for young youngins. The youths of America. For the youths. <laughs> the youths of America. Yep, he sure does. Uh, all right, let me. See. I'm gonna see if, if Chain Letter hasn't uploaded yet. There it is. It already has. This is killer. We're doing good tonight. Hope you are enjoying the show. You're listening to RunGrinRadio.com. Say it, Cruiser Mount. <laughs> RunGrinRadio.com. <laughs> Let's hear it. Live online talk radio for Todd fans. This is RunGrinRadio.com. That's our boy Weeball. He's going to go to the Paps Theater in Wisconsin to see Todd. Of course. Todd.com. All right, here we go. This is Chain Letter. Now, uh, our guest, how do you say it? Cruiser Mail. Ugh, you're killing me. Name's fine. Luis. Luis. Our guest Luis is not on this particular song, but this was part of that evening at Columbia College. It's the first and only time Todd has performed this song live to our knowledge. This is Chain Letter. It's really good. Here we go.
Fun stuff. That really was. Yeah. Of course, that is from the of Todd Rundgren, the second Todd Rundgren album following Runt. Runt, the ballad of Todd Rundgren. Great album. Great song. So we got to hear that, and then we got to hear Bleeding from that uh, CD during the Johnson tour. We've got to hear Wailing Wall on the orchestra shows from that album. Wonderful stuff. Range War, sometimes. It's one of the bootlegs that <laughs> Woohoo Live has. I almost played the whole album, except for one of my favorites, Boat on the Charles. Hmm. Love to hear that live. Well, you never know. It could happen. Uncle Roby did a couple times. Old bootlegs in the 70s, I believe it was. That's a great song. So good stuff. That is the last that we have, though, of Columbia College. However, have no fear. We have other songs for you from Mr. Rundgren himself. Since I... Uploaded the wrong version since there are two versions of No World Order on the album. I did the 58-second version. Now I have the 6-minute, 11-second version, I believe. Oh, awesome. Good, good, good. <laughs> so we're definitely going to jam to a little of that. And I got a little worldwide. Oh, no. No, 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 no. Uh, 6 minutes, 21 seconds, actually. Nice. Good. There we got go. time. Be Nice to Me, another song that's great on that album. Yeah, here we go. Sing it, yeah. Y'all don't want to hear that. Um, anybody got any questions about anything that we might know? Which is probably not any more than you do, but you can try. We can give you an opinion, maybe, or make something up. Just give us a holler at six four six seven one six nine two six two. Otherwise, we're going to torture you and make you listen to Todd Runger music that's not the hits. Sorry, people. <laughs> Get your earplugs out. Here comes a little No World Order. about the new world order. Not 
out of the cycle of dependency and liberate each other from a hopeless life of drudgery and face up to the truth as we dispel all of the secrecy and simplify the situation when we learn to speak plainly. We're gonna take control of the machinery, bad little actors that chew up the scenery. Job number one is gonna be finding a way that we can rave all night and meditate all day. Mankind's struggling hard to see the light, to hear the voice of the spirit in the night, to lay down his head. Too short. Too short? Yes. I'm longer, not too short. I can prove that song for a long, long time. We got some more from that album. So let's Very groovy. Up. But I want to take. I want to talk about it afterwards as much as I hated to interrupt, but it's on the state tour. So we got another song that's part of the state tour. So if you, for some reason, don't like the new album, it's mainly because you hadn't listened to it enough, but if you don't like it, you still get this action at the concert, and it is off the hook. Here we go. Hmm.
noticed there was a little chair dancing going on in the chat room. There was some bed dancing. I'm not sure what that means, but whatever. Action in the bed's all I saw. Like, Action in the bed. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Crazy stuff. That's all right. Well, good. this is. I don't think we had a single caller tonight, other than our guest. Is that correct? Well, we had that one caller that hung up. <laughs> yeah, I think that might have been our guest calling back to say something. I'm not sure. It's, it was an Illinois caller. I guess Keith Coppin's taking the day off. I didn't know about the show, maybe. Yeah. LB, Stacy, all these Chi-Town people. I thought for sure would call. Well, they're they're watching. What is it? Hockey. The Chicago people are. Oh, word. I know. All right, I got some more No World <laughs> Order. Since people don't want to call, that's fine. We got some good jams. I got two more. I got one of my favorites from the CD. And then I have another one I really like that's going to be part of the orchestra show. So we got to pimp the orchestra show if we're going to be playing this music, right? Maestro Todd Rundgren.com. All yep. the information you could ever want to know. Yes, this song will be in on that action on 831 in Akron, Ohio. Here we go, property. <laughs>
You know, Very this good. album, you really just need to play the whole, we need to just play the whole album we're going to do. <laughs> it doesn't stop properly. <laughs> well, you know, you know I, was just next song. I was just picturing Todd in his tie-dyed tuxedo that he got from Kurt, um, that he wore in Rockford. And I was just thinking, I wonder if he's going to pull out the stops and come out in something crazy in Akron. You never know. Never know. All right, 415, you're with us. Oh, hi, Doug. How are you doing? Good. It's Joan. It's Joan. Joan, that was one of my guests. Hi, oh. how are you? Hi, Mel. Hi. Hi. I just thought I heard you guys lamenting that no one was calling in, and I, I couldn't imagine why, except for maybe or you know, eating dinner or something. Yeah. <laughs> and since I was not, I thought I would give you guys a call. I haven't heard you guys' voices in a while. That's true. We have not chatted in a long time. What's going on? You fired up for Todd Stack, too? Oh, my God. I so want to go, and I have nearly everything put in place. But I just started a new job, and I'm kind of scrambling because I, I was, you know, I had to exact a, an emergency uh, job hunt <laughs> just huh? after January. I had a client hunt on about 40 grand, a contract that I just really was unprepared to have it just go away. And they got embroiled in lawsuits, and I, I didn't want to go that way, but it ended up straining me, and I was like, oh, my God. But I found a job, and it's a great job, and I get to take my doggy to work, and I'm, you know, I'm, everything's awesome about it, but I'm still, but, you know, it just, I just landed it, so I'm kind of scrambling and putting pieces back in squares, and, you know, and I've got, I've got the hotel, I've got camping equipment, I've got the airfare. I'm just trying to make everything work so that I can be there. If I can be there, believe me, I'll be just over overjoyed. It's really what I you're want. You're not 100 percent, is what you're saying. Well, I'm, I can't be. I, can't, I have to like. For one thing, I literally just started last Tuesday, and I borrowed so much when I. I mean, I was going. Oh, that's fine. I've got all this money. I can, you know, all these savings and everything. Oh my God, I have no calamity there. So it's like, you know, I'm just. I'm. I'm going to be fine. It's just a little tight. In the next three weeks, so um, fortunately, this this place pays like you're vested in your uh, time off, you know, your vacation time immediately. So that's not a problem. The air isn't a problem. I just have to figure out how many days if I can go. You know, even if I went to Burning Man, I usually only get there like on Wednesday. (laughs) But um, Hmm. well, Wednesday they won't be there. Everybody'll be in New Orleans. Well, no, no, that's what I mean. I mean, well, I, you know, I've been to New Orleans. I don't know. I haven't even. You'd be, you'd be shocked. I haven't even tortured myself by going on Todd Talk to uh, Facebook page too much because you know, I, I just didn't want to torment myself. But actually, it's getting some just saying yes, I'll go, and I'll just put off some money and go. <laughs> so, I guess. so have you? You've already rented a tent space. You said. Oh no, I have to. I have to. If I if I say yes to myself that I'm going, then I'll just commit to paying my way, and 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 then I'll probably. I want to keep the hotel room. I'm trying to see if we can get a bunch of people to, uh, you know, chip in and take shifts. Or <laughs> like, I'll be there yeah, Monday. You got the best western. I believe it is the best western. Yeah, it's actually Lisa Paul's um, room. She she couldn't go and. She goes, okay, yes, take the room. Make sure no one doesn't get to use it. I mean, definitely. 
I don't know. Late, I, think, I could bet you money. You could probably get somebody that's camping to, to rent it from you for a couple of nights because they're going to they're gonna be in for a rude awakening. <laughs> that's right. They're going to want some air conditioning for more than a few minutes at a time and all that. <laughs> I know. Well, and it's, it's interesting because it, in a way, um, the challenging environment is is like a transformational festival. <laughs> but you do, you do kind of uh, have to shift your you know, your schedule a little bit. Heat of the day is not stuff is happening and it and it and at Burning Man or some of these places you can't just ditch to your hotel room and and chill <laughs> sorry, excuse me. Uh literally chill out to some nice air conditioning. That's gonna be a big plus at this place. But I hope um didn't I hear that they're planning to air condition a, like a big tent or something for everybody? Yeah. Or like yeah, or, like, <laughs> or something like that. That's yeah. where you'll yeah. find me. Yeah, well, because that's the thing is that what the, the, what the shame would be is with such a small, I mean, when you're at Burning Man, there's 60,000 people, that's one thing. Go ahead and have your own camp. You see all 3,000 people in a camp. But when you're less than that, you have to be filling out a little box and then you want to do it together, you know? So I can see ditching out to, to sleep from, you know, 4 to 12 or something like that uh, in the morning, you know, but um, you don't want to miss the fun stuff at night because that's when the environment gets nice. You know, it's um, you're finally going. Oh, I'm finally not dying of heat, and or you know whatever. I'm sure we all have to wear you know bug spray or whatever. But um, anyway, I'm just putting it together to make it to see if I can make it all work. Because I really want to see everybody, and I just it's just the thought of not going kind of makes me ill. So. <laughs> <laughs> you'll be there. It'll you'll make it work. I'm definitely crossing my fingers and and putting putting everything up. Like I said, the pieces in place and just doing the math and going, okay, how you know how stressed will I be making myself if I go? But I you know I went to Africa. Did you see that I went to Africa? Yes, that's awesome. I got to go to Africa and I was totally, you know, in my job search mode. So, and it's one of these things where you're going, you're kidding. I'm being offered a free trip to Africa, really? Yeah. Take- so it's like, <laughs> how could I, how can I not go to that? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I was really trying to tell myself, no, 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 that's just, you know, it's like, what, what is two weeks going to matter? <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. and obviously this, this job was just waiting for me. So I just had to, you know, pack the, Brass ring and get to it, you know. Yeah, right. Yeah, it was really, really cool. You going to Akron? I will also be at Akron. Akron, you don't have to because it's a off weekend anyway, right? It's well, yeah, and it's also it's uh, it's not even the it's not even the time off. You know, when you're coming up an escalator and it's going a certain speed, and then that that little jag right as you're getting off. <laughs> it's like you have to readjust the speed that you're running. Yeah. I've been, you know, running my life in such a way that I've literally, I'm, there's a bit of a jolt now that I've, you know, finished <laughs> with the money and savings and stuff and started the new job. I'm literally in that gap by August and stuff. I'm sure I'm, I mean, everything will be fine. Just that kind of wobbly feeling where you're going, okay, everything's not exactly okay yet. It's close, but it's not exactly okay. You're getting there. So. Yeah, and it's funny. Everybody goes, "Oh gosh, you know, in this environment, you know, economy and stuff, it's, it's hit everybody sooner or later." And I feel like I was very blessed, you know. But yeah. it definitely was a uh, an eyes wide moment. <laughs> yeah, I can <laughs> I imagine. Some you want to get mad and all in. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know it's just, you. it's just yeah, it's going to rejigger your yep. priority. But there is one priority that I that I see way up there. <laughs> I hear ya. Very <laughs> nice. All right. Well, we'll um, see you in Louisiana maybe on Wednesday in New Orleans. <laughs> that's that's uh, great. Well, the, if what I, would that be? The twenty. Well, let's see. Seventeenth, eighteenth. Might be the nineteenth. Yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna be. I'll be reading up on the Facebook. There's obviously a schedule there and stuff, and I'll, I'll um, check into what's going on when. Um, it'll be Thursday morning. <laughs> there you Actually, go. I've already got the. I've already got the flight week, so I'll see what I can. Do. Oh, okay, well that's good. You got a head start. Good for me. <laughs> All right, well that's cool. You got a job. You can take your dog and everything. Um, it's so great. I know that's awesome. All right, well we're uh, out of time here. Pretty much, we got oh, enough for one more song, which I'm gonna go, go. play for you and send you some love. Because that's what this song is about, apparently. This is one of my favorites from this CD, No World Order. This is Love Thing, and that'll be a wrap. Joan, thanks for calling in. So we didn't have, it's great that we finished the show with a caller. Thank Always you. nice to hear from you. See you at Todd Stock and Akron. And everybody, thanks for listening. Hope you Bye, Joan. On our show. Peace Bye out. Now. Bye, guys. All right. Bye.
everybody. This is Todd Rundgren, and you're listening to RundgrenRadio.com. You are the crest of the crown, my friend. Thank you so much for your support. 